Hi, welcome to the Classic Car Guy podcast. I'm Eric with Mike here today where we're dressing salesmen for success. Mike talking a little bit about tax time and cash cars and we got used cars out there hitting all-time highs. And a little bit today, uh, just really just wanted to kind of help some of the sales guys kind of connect with those cash cars. Yeah, Eric, we were out, what, last couple of weeks, you were doing some training in the store and and the guys were kind of excited about the prospect of people getting these tax return checks and now maybe another incentive check or a a stimulus check that, you know, there might be some good market for cash cars. Yeah. And a lot of times the used car manager will start holding on to some of these cash cars during the tax time to kind of help us have some extra opportunities for uh, unit counts, things of that nature. So yeah, the uh, so Eric, you know, before we get going on this, I just we got we talked to a lot of new guys in the business, but you know, what, what is your definition of a cash car for them? Uh, cash car is usually one of those cars that's probably got some major cosmetic issues to it, or it's got some uh, mileage, mileage, maybe has some mechanical issues that probably didn't pass what's called a used car inspection. Uh, maybe the manager felt like, hey, that's not going to make a a good car out here on the lot for resale, but it's one of those uh, back row beauties uh, that still has some life in it. Somebody that's looking for some uh, temporal uh, transportation or maybe uh, just looking for something to get through six, seven months and uh, going from there. Eric, I had this salesman and, you know, these cash cars would come in on trade. And of course, you know, you didn't step up on those cars. They were going to park in the back lot and hopefully somebody could tow it off later. (laughs) But he was always, it was, when it was his car and he was getting it appraised, he would always argue with me and say, God damn it, the doghouse is worth that <laughs> and finally i got so tired of it i had to say hey man i'll i'll appraise it for whatever you're willing to write a check for right right <laughs> what, what check are you writing yeah like, what write, check are you writing write so. me a check and we'll go with it all right yeah. Uh, yeah you know the beauty of some of those cash cars are you know is oftentimes especially around tax time you always have those customers that every year they buy uh, you know, a four, $3,000 car, whatever their tax returns are. And it usually lasts them a year. They'll kind of have some main, uh, upkeep a little bit. And, and that's just the type of buyer they are. You know, they're yeah. not really, they don't have financing ability. They're not really a customer that can afford a monthly payment. And I, I noticed a lot of times when I was on the floor, oftentimes the salesman were like, well, this guy's got four grand down. Let's try to convert him into a nicer car, getting financed. And they lose out on an opportunity because they try to show this guy something that he's not going to buy. He's going to a lot and he's buying a cash car. He's not financing it. And when you start bringing those options up, you know, it really just kind of turns the customer off. So I just really kind of wanted to talk a little bit, Mike, about how do I identify is that guy truly a cash buyer or is he somebody that's a used car buyer that might want to buy something a little bit nicer well, with some down payments? You know, you know? I mean, what do you think the, the private market is? I mean, between what is it called? Facebook, uh, marketplace, uh, marketplace, a Craigslist, offer up, let yeah. go. How yeah. many? I mean, I just wonder, you know, there's got to be millions mm-hmm. of these cars sold private transaction between, you know, buyers and sellers themselves. Right. A year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it might be a market that the dealers are missing out on. And now with the in stimulus money and the tax return checks, people are going to have cash in hand right. that you can kind of invade that market. You know, the eBay Motors, a lot of times dealerships will use those uh, cars to, to sell on eBay, you know, where you have the buy now price and yeah. then you auction them off and have your own personal auction. And sometimes you have those managed controls. But yeah, the the, the marketplace, uh, Facebook marketplace, some of your let go, offer up, Craigslist, Nuvo, 
you know, are just posting some of those cars that tax time dollars, extra cash, you know, most of the time your cash buyer market's going to be uh, a mom and dad looking for uh, their kid a car. And they're not going to go out and finance their kid a car. They're going to look for something that uh, it looks kind of way decent and has more mechanical issues. You know, some dads are mechanically inclined, so they're going to look for something that's more cosmetically fit and they can fix all the mechanical issues. You're going to have some dads that have no idea what kind of, you know, they can't even turn a wrench if they wanted to. So they're going to look for something that's more mechanically inclined and uh, may don't may not care what cosmetic issues it has. They Wait, can fix those. And so. Eric, you know, cars have changed dramatically. But For I mean, sure. You know, back in the 70s, if you had a three-year-old car with over 50,000 miles on it, it was suspect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then we got into the mid to late 70s and they all rusted out. Sure. Uh, but now you see 120,000, 140,000 mile cars on the front row of a used car lot mm-hmm. in the, it just blows my mind. Yeah. And you can still find cars that are in that $200,000 range that run good, yeah. look good. And so, I mean, those are those types of cars and cash cars, you know. I encourage the sales guys that are out there right now on the lot to just walk through some of those cash cars, you know, go out yeah. there, look through them, get inside of them, play around with them, drive them, find out what some of the issues are, you know, and when you make those approaches, you know, don't start out pointing out all the negative stuff about it, Mike, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I've watched sales guys go out there and talk, talk about the crease down the side of it, the bumper. I mean, I think most of those cash buyers are expecting that. Uh, type of a vehicle they know it's not going to be perfect otherwise they'd be looking at a new car lot you know we give we kind of we kind of downplay the car to where we actually talk them out of buying it when they were all excited about buying it from the internet right and, you know now all of a sudden they're second guessing themselves because of the sales guy you know so we don't want to get in the way of a customer actually buying a cash car and so the market for this go ahead yeah you know word of caution and this is just from a, a dealer standpoint sure uh my problem with cash cars as a dealer was i mean you just don't have any idea you can take the car through the two thousand point inspection you know it checks out okay you deliver the car and the guy's driving it off the lot and the water pump goes out right yeah you just don't know uh i i would suggest that you're talking about you know the lay it all out for the customer if the car is a piece of shit mm-hmm. and he still wants to buy it and you told him it was a piece of shit i'm good with it right but I made the guys make the customers sign that inspection sheet that I disclosed everything. Absolutely. We did that a lot. Sign the inspection sheet, use car, just... Full disclosure. Hey, yeah. this is what's wrong with the vehicle. This right. is what's it. You still let want it, I'll sell it to you. Yeah, yeah, let them decide if they want it or not. You know, we do the buyer's guide. We'd sign the buyer's guide on those. Uh, and then we had, uh, I don't know if you remember that little pink form that we created, um, but we had these as-is forms that yeah. you can get from Curry Enterprise. And it just said that you're purchasing the vehicle as it sets. These are the disclosure size. It was kind of like an addition to that buyer's guide on the FTC sticker that we had. Right. And uh, we did. We signed both of those on the back row beauties, and we actually so uh, we actually signed the use uh, the, the inspection sheet. Yeah, the inspection sheet, yeah. the used car inspection yeah. sheet. Hey, this is what it was. Initial it that you've seen it, yeah. uh, and sign it that you've seen it. You were aware of these issues that could be there, and right. why it didn't pass the inspection. Now, the guy's a big boy, and he still wants to buy the car. I'm all in. Yeah, you know, no he, hassle pricing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. It's I'm laid out in. from there. So, right. and that and that's one of those things that you, as a dealership or even as a salesperson, you can protect yourself a little bit. Yeah, uh, from having any repercussions. And, and you know, if you 
Tell them up front that you are buying the car as is. This is what it is. They sign that inspection sheet. They're not going to call you when things go wrong. You know what I mean? Oftentimes, we can knock ourselves in the foot a little bit when we actually promise them something that we know we're not going to do. Well, bring it in and let's look, take a look at it. And that means that we're going to fix it. And we're yeah, not. Right. You know what I mean? So don't right. give them any indication that we're going to. They're buying the car as it sits. You right. know, If it is something wrong. I even had a customer one time. Uh, I remember this just for coming out of this conversation here. but. I had a guy one time, and it had $1,583 worth of repair work on the car. And he goes, why didn't you guys just fix it? I said, well, would you come and buy this for $1,500 more? And he was like, probably not. I'm like, well, I said, so that's what it is. I said, so if you want to buy at this price, you can have these issues with it. And he goes, well, how much would it cost if I had to fix it, if I was to get all this work done? I was like, well, do you have a mechanic? He goes, no. I said, I said, well, it cost you fifteen hundred bucks. He goes, well, I'll just have you guys fix it. <laughs> so he ended yeah. up having us do the work yeah. uh, anyway. But he paid for the car up front. Obviously, you have yeah. to have it all paid up front. Well, you know, and you disclosed and so, it all to him, so. and we disclosed yeah. it all to he him. He got to make that decision, and he made the decision, right. and he got it fixed, and he left, and he was happy. And so, uh, you know, it, it's just uh, the thing about cash cars. Oftentimes, as tax season comes about, uh, or even if the stimulus stuff comes back. You know, it is important that we do identify that if this guy's truly just trying to buy cash or if he really is trying to look for a used car, there yeah. is a difference between a used car and what we put on the front row uh, are the used cars or a cash cash car. You know, and so. Eric, you mentioned earlier the the count, mm-hmm. you know, and, and our, it, our dealers have always tried to figure out a way to basically capture everybody. So I want to have a product or a service that when somebody comes here, I can capture as many as I can. And this cash car is a market that, you know, probably doesn't get paid a lot of attention to. Right. Uh, at this time of year, pay attention to it. Let's capture the guy. And the salesman can get a unit count. And in a lot of stores, they have unit count bonuses that kick in at some point mm-hmm. and usually escalate as your as your account goes up. So it's worth doing. Right. It's worth doing. Yeah, Just, it can get you to the next unit bonus. You know, yeah. it can get you there, you know, one or two extras a month for that. And, you know, you may not have the the uh, gross that you're looking for on those cars, but you do get that unit count. You and, know? and get the guy out of the market. Yeah, and you know? you're out of the market. Completely. Yeah. I mean, I, there's so many stories that you can talk about cash cars. I mean, I remember one time the guy was, he's like, you guys don't clean these cars up. I'm like, it's a cash car, sir. We're yeah. If we if we start adding all this remarketing money inside of it, we're going to price ourselves out of the market. Yeah. And he goes, well, what do you guys charge to do a detail? I'm like, 275 He goes, well, I'll pay the 275 uh, yeah. if you guys Jesus. clean it up. Jesus, so, you should have been a service writer. Right, so, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's just it's i think it's the straightforward communication you know yeah. at, at, when you have those cash cars i think the more brutally honest you are and the more upfront when they ask you a question sir the car is buying you know you're buying the car at this price because of these issues we didn't charge you any extra we actually yeah. priced it in the condition that it sets you know i remember and, eric i had a, a lady come in and this was back in atlanta and the uh she was just hell-bent to buy the car all the way through all by herself right she was going to show how tough she was what a good negotiator she was and everything else and she was going to be obstinate and she was and we got along great we had some laughs but she would not budge and she was buying i can't remember what it was it was some kind of a wagon and so i go to the desk with the deal and and the the down payment check and they said okay mahoney we'll take this deal man but it's as is and i said okay i'll tell her so sure enough she goes back and she's all proud of herself for getting her price and she signs the as is. She gets in the car to ta- after she takes delivery of it, goes down, turns right. She's heading down. She's not even to the end of the used car lot. 
and the radiator hose blows. <laughs> and all I see is the smoke coming up down there at the end of the used car lot. Uh-huh. And I go to my manager. I said, man, she didn't even make it past the, you know, the used car lot. He goes, no, Mahoney, no, no, we're not doing it. She bought the car as is. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they would not yield. Uh-huh. So I had to walk down there and take her to a marathon station and pay the 38 bucks to get a hose put on the car for her. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I tell that joke all the time. If they turn, go out of the lot, turn right, and it falls in two halves, they own both halves. Right. Well, this is as close as I ever actually got to that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember they used to tell me the as-is form was a 30-30 rule. And I'm like, what's the 30-30 yeah. rule? It's like, 30 seconds, 30 feet, Stolte. That's all yeah, they got. Uh, That's all they got. We, we, we used to say 30 <laughs> seconds, 30,000 miles, right. whatever comes first. <laughs> <laughs> thirty seconds, thirty feet. That's all yeah, I got. That's So all you've got is thirty seconds or thirty feet yeah, from yeah, the dealership. Yeah. After that, you're an owner, yeah, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, looking at this time, guys, just to kind of tie this together for you, and end up, you know, working on these cash cars. The more you get to know about them, and the more that you're interacting and driving these cars, you'll start to find all the positive things about it. This will actually bring some of that value. You know, thinking about a $2,000 car, you're only looking for 2001 penny of value to make this thing go down. And so you're not having to go out here and struggle a little bit. You know, you got cars that you sell. And, you know, one of the benefits of this is, you know, we used to sell some of our high mileage vehicles in that. And uh, the no-sell green cars. I used to buy all those all oh, the time gosh. just because everybody said you couldn't sell the green cars. Typically, when you look at these cars, it's either mechanically sound or cosmetically perfect. So identify what type of buyer you're working with. If you've got somebody that's looking for something that's more cosmetically sound, show them a car that's going to be cosmetically sound and have the mechanical issues. If the guy is going to be more mechanically, well, looking for something that's more mechanically sound and has some cosmetic issues, then vice versa. You flip it around and you show them the car that has more mechanical issues. You and I both know, Mike, in those cars in that class, there's only two types. One that looks good and runs like crap. Or the one that runs good and looks like crap. Yeah, so and the uh, and Eric, I just again full disclosure. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Full Let's disclosure. Let, you know the guy's an adult. Let him make his own mind up. But yep. if I told him everything and he still wants to buy the car, okay, let's go. Absolutely. If he doesn't want to buy in the car, let's find let's find another one. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I told I can I remember one cash car really quickly. I I had a customer that was uh, had no credit. She there was no way they were getting approved. They had. Uh, they had uh, no money. They didn't even make enough income a month to even get approved with the bank. And uh, the sales guy kept trying to get this guy to use it, their $2,500 down to get them financed. I'm like, they don't qualify. There's nothing. There, there's no income. There's nothing here. They don't qualify. No credit whatsoever. The only thing they can do is finance through the the Chinese bank. And they all, he looked at me and said, like, Chinese bank? What bank is that? And I was like, you know, the bank of one lump sum. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was the ca- cash only. I said, you're going to have to find a $2,500. Where did that come from? <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> I, the bank of one lump sum. That's all it's going to be. Uh, yeah. you know? And, uh, you know, the old ancient secrets. And, uh, so the the kid was going off and off, and he said, "Man, they don't want to. They don't want any of those cash cars. They're all jack." And I said, "Well, I said bring them in the office." And I sat down with the couple, and I said, "Obviously, with your cash car, you've been looking for a while. How long have you guys been looking?" They said, "60 days." I said, "Listen, are you guys looking for something that's more mechanically sound, or are you looking for something that's more cosmetically perfect?" And the kid looks at me and says. I'm a mechanic by trade. I can fix the car. I'm just looking for something that's nice, decent, that I can put her in, that it doesn't look like crap for 2500 bucks. And so I pulled around this minivan. It looked sharp all the way through. Had a few things on it. The oil pan gasket was leaking and something else. 
and uh, interior was perfect. I mean, actually, they detailed it by accident before it went through the UCI. Yeah. So we had the inside of it, exterior of it. It looked beautiful. Guy looks at her and she goes, I'm not really a minivan person, but this is the nicest van and the nicest car we've seen for 2500 bucks." I showed him the UCI, and the next thing you know, 10 minutes later, they're signing up, cash deal, out the door for $2,500. Yeah, and I think, good. you know, sometimes I think just the salesman themselves, why I'm bringing the story up, sometimes the salesman themselves takes them completely out of the deal because they feel like that, that, that car's junk or that car is a piece of crap and they don't want to sell it. It's not for you to decide. It's for that person that's right, spending the money. Just disclose. Just disclose. That's disclose. all it is. Tell yeah. them what it is. Tell them what they're buying, and that's it. Let them decide and make the final decision. Good. You do your job and sell it there. So used cars are a lot easier to sell, you know, because yeah. you have the inspections done. They don't have Christmas tree lights on the dash, hey, you know. So, And, Eric, they are going to be walking around looking for these cars uh, when they get their tax return checks and they get the stimulus check. For sure. I saw a funny uh, camera. It was on the internet somewhere, but it was a dealer sign. It was one of those light bulb signs. It, 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 you could t- type words in. Right. And it said, we know you have $1,200. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so, yeah. I mean, with tax return checks and these stimulus checks, you know, people are going to be walking around with any money they happen to save themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, a cash car could be what now? The $5,000 car. Five, six, even 7000 You yeah, know, some right. of those stimulus checks come out and yeah. then that tax return. You know, most of the time, those tax guys that buy those tax cars, they get three to five grand in tax yeah. returns. You, and, know? you know, we've seen a lot of dealers that are now stocking those cars. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the, uh, I've, some dealers have a, you know, actually a cash car row. Sure. So if you have a, if you have a back row beauty lot, I would encourage you to start yeah. familiarizing yourself with those, learning out the prices of those and maybe even adjusting some of those. Uh, cars, getting them inside of them, finding out what's working, what doesn't work. Uh, that'll give you firsthand knowledge uh, on how to relate these cars to your customers. You know, treat them the same way, like they're a buyer. Treat them like they got a million bucks and show them that this two twenty five hundred or this $5,000 cash car is a million-dollar car for them. Yeah. So, and they, you, know, uh, you, know, you know, don't just get the guy out of the market. Let's capture somebody. For sure. For All sure. Right. Well, very so, good. All right. So listen, we thanks for turning out. Hope we can help you out a little bit on these cash cars uh, and versus the used car market there. And remember, these cash cars can help us out uh, a little bit and get that unit count. And so stay focused on them and don't go out there and beat them up because you would never buy a $2,500 car. Doesn't mean one of your customers wouldn't. That's so right. Keep dressing yourself. Uh, keep dressing yourself for success. And uh, I'm Eric, and this is Mike coming from the Classic Car Guy Show. Thanks for listening. All right, you guys. Go out there today. Have some fun. Meet somebody new and sell a car.